Welcome to the Dave Squared Podcast. I'm David Kramer, coming to you from Northern California. And I'm Dave Blasco from Arizona. Dave and I have been friends since the early 1980s when we were college roommates. And we finally found a medium to share our wisdom with the world, or at least our opinions. And hopefully we'll move from a medium to a large soon. But anyway, between us, we have two engineering degrees, two master's degrees, an economics degree, and over 60 years of work experience. We're trying to make this podcast together to try to help each other. And hopefully you, the listener, save some money. So Mr. Kramer, what's today's topic? So here today, we are going to talk about something that is ostensibly free. So Windows 11 has popped up as something I could upgrade to for free. I love free. I do too, unless it makes you lose productivity and have to spend too much time screwing around with things. So I've been reluctant to do it, but you're, you're further along the path of PC wisdom than I am. So Sensei, give me some advice. Should I upgrade to Windows 11 or wait for a couple of more iterations to come out? That's a tough question. So I have already upgraded and I didn't think too much about it. So I would say upgrade. Um, I like it because I like the built-in window sizing tools. That's how they get you, Dave. They don't want you to think. (laughs) Take the red pill. Take the red pill. Next thing Uh, you know, you'll be taking vaccines. Anyway, uh, so what do you mean at window sizing? What is that? That doesn't sound that important. Um, recently, uh, we may have talked about it, but recently I went from having two, um, 23 inch monitors at home to one large 35 inch monitor. And it's ostensibly, it's too big to have a, I mean, you can put a whole window up like your whole browser across the monitor, but it's really too much real estate. So built into windows now are some tools where you can hover on the, um, the maximizing, button at the top of each window, and you can split the screen into two equal halves, three um, same size vertical sections, or uh, a left side that's two thirds and a right side that's one third. So there's some built-in tools that are have been built into software of like large monitors like I have that are just built into Windows now. So I wanted to do that because oftentimes I want to split my screen half and half. So Zoom is on the left-hand side right now. And on the right-hand side, I have our spreadsheet that we keep track of our podcast topics. Hmm. So it sounds like it was specifically designed for large monitors. I think it was built in because uh, like LG makes my monitor, but other companies did it as well. They were offering software to help with productivity with very large monitors. Because the beautiful thing about my monitor is I don't have that I don't have that break between the two monitors that I'm looking at straight mm-hmm. on now. I'm right. looking at a wide screen, but the screen is really too big for use with a single application at one time. So normally what I'm doing is I might be looking at a website on the left-hand side. I might have a spreadsheet, like it could be my bank account. And I have a spreadsheet that basically functions as a checkbook and I'm just looking at cash flow. And I can quickly go through that and see that I'm not going to overdraw my checking account. Mm-hmm. Say do that once a week. Huh. Let me ask you a question. This is only tangentially related, but in my previous office, we have um, monitors in every office mm-hmm. for you know collaboration, teamwork, and stuff like that. And uh, at one point, I upgraded to a 75-inch 4K monitor because the resolution wasn't good enough on a 1080p one to read building plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
what didn't work out quite so well is if I put something up there full size and I set the resolution where you could read a drawing like a piece of paper, the um, like the controls in a PDF were tiny, tiny, tiny. You couldn't see them from across the room. Mm. And I never did figure out how to resolve that. I would just switch it back and forth depending on my use. I've not run, I've not run across that. Um, and I don't, there might be a way to tweak that in the menu options. I will say that I like my new big monitor for personal use, but it's irritating for work use. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason why is if I, we use Teams at work, which is a Microsoft product. And in Teams, you can't share a section of the screen. So you can only share either the whole screen or, or one particular document at a time. And so when you were before, when I had smaller monitor, I just share one screen and just flip things over that to look at and share with other people. And now I've got to, if I share the whole screen, people's heads explode because it's just too small on their screen because my screen right. is so much bigger, and especially if they have a laptop, they can't see anything. So it's actually irritating from a work perspective. Um, but anyways, I did Windows 11 just because it had those resizing tools and I find it handy. I did a quick review online and it didn't look like Microsoft kind of made it suck. Like, you know, <laughs> Windows 10 has been you know, nice. It was a good upgrade over seven, you know, Vista before that and Windows 8 were just um, train wrecks. So it, yeah. Microsoft has this kind of good, bad, good, bad. So I was wondering if this was going to be the bad software that everybody's going to hate. So they would like Windows 12, but it seemed like it wasn't a train wreck and I just upgraded it. I mean, what I'm a little suspicious of uh, is that it's going to eat up all the resources and then my computer won't be able to keep up because I won't have a big enough hard drive, active memory, blah, 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 whatever planned obsolescence they have out there. Opposite. You and I both, you and I both have the same computer. We have um, a pretty, we have a machines that are about a little over one year old. They have Ryzen seven series chips in them. So pretty powerful computer. I haven't noticed a problem with it, but I will say that on my older computers, so I've got, um, Three other computers that have Windows 10, some as old as 10 years. Uh, those aren't. Those aren't. You can't upgrade to Windows 11 because the technical requirements aren't met. Now I, I don't know if it'll. I think you can actually download it, but you won't get updates. Hmm. Um, whether it would cause a problem for those, I don't know. All right. And any other features in Windows 11? Um, that's the one that I wanted. I think there's a few features out there, but from my perspective, that's all I really cared about. I think um, people have raved about the way it looks. I don't know. It says it looks Mac-like. I could care less about that. Um, there's better, I'm looking now at a CNET article, it's better virtual desktop support. I don't use virtual desktops at home. Um, I use some for work. But in someday, I'd like to work, live in a world where I could use my same computer for work and use work through a virtual desktop if I could. So that might be kind of cool for people who are using their home computer through a virtual desktop for work. Huh. Um, those integration tools are, are better. Uh, that's about it for me. I mean, there are other features in there. My son seems to like the widgets, which is just little things that will pop up. I, I could care less about widgets, but he seems to like that. He upgraded to Windows 11 on his computer. Um, so there are widgets like on Android where you can have it show you the weather and that kind of thing. Exactly. And now that you mentioned Android, Android apps are coming to Windows 11. So I haven't downloaded any Android apps, but apparently you can download Android, Android apps for Windows 11. Huh. Which might be kind of cool, but I have not made use of that feature. 
I, and I guess the reason I upgraded was just to keep my just to keep my machine fresh because I I will sell my old tech stuff. So I wanted I always like to have the latest and greatest. So if I were going to sell my laptop in a few years, it would be upgraded to the latest software standard. So if you already own Android apps that you paid money for, you think you'd be able to run them on your PC? That's a good question. That I don't know. I would imagine, I would, I don't know. I don't know if those apps only allow, if the licensing only allow you to run it one at a time on any device, or if it's only good for that device that you download on that, I don't understand or know. Hmm. I'm just looking at the, you know, top 30 apps or whatever, the ones I have links on my home screens for, and I don't see anything here. I particularly want on my computer that can't already get to on a website, but I guess that's what old guys always say about new technology. Yeah. I, I can't think of any Android apps that have that to your point that you wouldn't run like in a browser. So I'm not sure if that's a really big thing. So for me, it was just basically keep the computer up to date and be able to resize the applications on the desktop easily. And that's what did it for me. Hmm. All right. But how, how long ago did you do it? Uh, I think it's been about a month now. Oh, okay. So you haven't found all of your peripherals still work and uh, it boots up same speed and yeah the only issue was there was a problem i love the snipping tool i'm not sure if you use the snipping tool all the time i use it almost every day because like nothing works like taking a picture of something and circling in red and saying hey kids look at this um the snipping tool did not work because the application there was a problem where the date in the application was wrong and and somebody figured it out and was a, i was able to apply fix and fix it i think probably if you download the update you'll probably be able to update without a problem because i've seen like three or four patches come through since I upgraded to Windows 11. Hmm. Yeah, I love the snipper tool. The new one works better than the previous one. Uh, one thing I use quite a lot, I don't know if I showed you this, but it's one of my current favorite tricks. Do you uh, ever use Keep by Google? They keep changing the name, but I think currently it's Keep. It used to be Google Keep Notes. Um, and I highly recommend it. What you can do is if you snip a picture with some text in it, mm -hmm. you can drop it in a note there and then say grab image text and it turns it into uh, text that you can cut and paste. Oh, I've not seen that. I've not used that. It's kind of cool. I wish snipping tool, maybe it's in the tool. I don't realize that I wish snipping tool had a way to easily add text because I've actually sitting there writing with cursive sometimes or making notes. I wish there was a way to add like a, a note to it. Hey, let uh, me, this isn't great audio podcasting, but so, um, let me share my screen and I'll show you what I'm talking about. Okay. So listeners pay attention. You, you describe it, Dave, try and okay. paint a picture with your words. Okay. Uh, Let's share this browser window. You see that? It's I see it now, yep. Okay, so let's make it bigger. Uh, that might be too big. Uh, let's make it 50% big. So it looks like so, you've got some building plans here. Yeah, so let's just, I hit Windows Shift S, right? That launches the clipper. Mm -hmm. Take a picture of it, clip, go to this other browser window I've opened, which is Google Keep, which you now can't see. So let me change 
sharing share this one you see that mostly black yeah okay new note paste that in with control v mm -hmm. and it'll think for a minute see there grab image text and it says one of one xxa e storage shed roof okay so it's doing some sort of optical character recognition to grab the text there and putting it in the text box yes here let me show you something else that where this comes in handy stop share that's very cool so like oftentimes i'll at work i'll have a contract it's a scanned document and you can't search it that might be kind of cool to look at a word document to get some sort of optical character recognition off it to scan it for a keyword yes and here's something that has come up for me a couple of times people put a lot of effort into let me share the whole screen instead of um arranging um the taxonomy of their file setup, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And you're like, great, I'll copy and paste that and make it into my headers, or I'll have uh, I'll make labels out of it. And you can't cut and paste out of a uh, Windows. Mm -hmm. But if you do this, Windows Shift S, and you can just snip, you know what I mean? You're taking a picture of, say, you're uh, basically looking at uh, the your list of documents and folders. You're going to paste that back in. And it's going to recognize that and change it to text. That's pretty cool. Uh, that is very cool. Yeah. And sometimes even if you have a, a, a PDF that's not locked out, that it actually has um, text in it that you can cut and paste it's not smart enough to take out a column it makes you highlight all four or five columns mm -hmm. and it doesn't work for pasting it into a spreadsheet which is what you and i live off of so you can just take pictures of the one column at a time and drop it in and get it the order you want interesting it's called google keep keep you said yeah and i'm sure there's another way to do it but that one's free hmm. obviously google reads all our stuff but i maintain my stuff is so boring that it protects my privacy <laughs> <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to take a look at that so that's a that is a cool tip but uh huh yeah that's pretty interesting so if you're if if you are thinking about windows you have a pretty new machine so anybody with a machine that's a year old i would go for it it's interesting you can't you have to have an eighth generation intel chip i don't know on the amd side it's hmm. funny we both have amd machines i didn't look at that because i have Intel machines and my older machines, you have to have an eighth generation chip to be able to upgrade. So I've got a, a little mini desktop that I have plugged into the TV. So you can like show a browser on the TV, this, you know, literally six by six by like an inch and a half, right? And it'll just keep in the TV stand that that can't be upgraded. Um, on my old Lenovo ThinkPad, the brick can't be upgraded. But um, so th the one thing that held me back was I'd like to have all my machines on the same operating system. So it's irritating because uh, one point in my life I had, you know, Windows 7 and then Windows 10 between work and home. Right. I find Windows 11 is close enough where it's not that hard. So I've switched between a 10 and an 11 machine and it's not that hard. So if you've had that problem before, it's irritating because works on one you know, version and homes on a different, sometimes it can be irritating. Yeah. Hmm. But I find it close, I find it close enough that it's not distracting. The other thing is the little task bar is centered in the center. It, you may be able to move it around, but it's nice on a big monitor now where the task bar, all the icons are centered instead of being to the left. 
Interesting. And it's kind of nice when you have the big, huge monitor to look down to see it rather than have to go way over to the left to get get a hold of it. Oh, all right. I, that makes sense. Um, I'm not a big, huge monitor guy. My problem is usually things popping up on the wrong monitor. Zoom is can be very frustrating that way. I was in a work meeting and uh, I shared my screen and was done sharing and I couldn't find the stop share button because it mm. had opened up on my laptop, which was off to the left, as which it thought was my primary or third screen or something like that. So we had to finish the meeting just looking at the little tiny boxes of each other, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> what I have done since, since I've got this big monitor, um, previous to that, I've always had my laptop lid closed down. So when I was at my desk with the two monitors, I would bring my laptop there. The laptop lid was always closed, but what I've since I bought a couple stands and I've got one on the left-hand side from, and one on the right-hand side. So one's work, one's, um, home. Right. And I use the laptop as a, as a second monitor, which many people do. I just never did that before because I had two you know, reasonably sized monitors. And what's nice about that is if I, if I want to share a screen, it's a little harder to see because way off to the left. Yeah. for work, but I can just pop it onto that laptop screen, which is 1080p screen, and I can just pull uh, Excel over their PowerPoint, um, a, a web browser really quickly. Whereas if I, and it's a little harder to see, but I'll do that sometimes versus keeping on my main screen because the main screen with Teams, you have to like share and unshare each. Well, you could share the whole screen, but then people's head explode and they hate it and they're yelling at you because they can't see because it's too small, which I understand. But then you right. have to keep on you have to keep on share, share Excel, unshare Excel, share PowerPoint, unshare PowerPoint. It's a little irritating. It's a little disruptive. Yeah, and I'll say it might be a little better for Teams and Zoom because um, you could uh, put your webcam on top of it or use the built-in webcam, and it looks more like you're looking at people if you put their pictures over on the on the small camera preferably under the under the camera yeah i'm hoping that teams is going to do something where you can define an area on your monitor and that be the sharing area and what i think you'll see sometime soon is a in a big monitor you can define an area of the screen let's say the left half of the screen that's right. like that's it's like a virtual monitor if you will and you can just snap anything there that would make it a lot easier but i think some of the other sharing Programs allow that, but Teams does not allow that. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. So I'd All say right. listeners, if you have a reasonably new computer, it's close enough. I'd go for it. All right. Any other uh, PC tips while we're talking PCs? Um, I, the only thing I, I can think of is uh, I think I, I, I might sell some old PCs to so just keep them in nice shape, maybe upgrade them, and they're probably worth something. You can sell them on eBay to somebody who wants them. Well, there you go. Um, all right. Well, we're recording this on December 11th, December 11th, 2021. 2021. So I'm going to guess, well, since I'm the producer and the editor, this is not going to get posted till after Christmas. So, um, hey, what's the best Christmas present you're buying this year? And I know you're one of the – so you won't give it away in case anybody wants to listen. But uh, it will be good advice for our listeners for next Christmas. The best present, huh? Well, I think I'm going to get a new new phone which I'm pretty excited about because my old phone, the camera is not working well. And I'm, I've been using my personal smartphone as my camera to take pictures at family events. And I, there's something wrong with it and I can't figure it out. So getting a new phone is going to be pretty cool. Huh. 
All right. What I bought for the dogs, I bought the robot uh, uh, vacuum cleaner you recommended. (laughs) I'm sure they'll appreciate it. It's interesting. My dogs, it doesn't really bother them. I thought it would freak them out at first, but it'll come in the same room and they'll just sit there. And then about like a second before it's going to run into them, they'll move. But it, (laughs) it doesn't seem to bother them. Well, you know, we had added another dog to our family and she is a short haired dog as opposed to the other uh, doodle dog who doesn't shed. So nobody's complaining about it yet. I don't think anybody's really noticed because I think puppies don't shed as mm-hmm. much till they hit a certain season. But so we'll, we'll be prepared for that. So it's mostly to clean up after her. It'll be good. I, I enjoy, um, I will say for listeners, those, uh, the, I have an Ufi E-U-F-Y back. I think that's how you say it. It's really, I've had it for a couple of years now. I've replaced the battery once, but it's been really a great gift. Um, it does a good job. And in our house, we're almost one level. The, there's a stair step down to the living room, but we're all hardwood floors. So it does a really nice job on our place to keep things kind of picked up. Hmm. Um, so it's been really, it's been really good. All right. Another gift I think I'm pretty proud of. I got for my son drives a pretty stripped down SUV. You've been in it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have the premium sound system, but it works fine. Everything works fine. But uh, I bought a subwoofer that you install under your own, under the driver's seat. Ah, he'll so, like that. Yeah. So it doesn't bother the neighbors, but it should give you a more multi-sensational experience when you're listening to the uh, uh, to the stereo in your car. And it might be better for his hearing too, right? Because you, you turn it way up to get your bones to shake and now it'll just shake your bones from underneath I'm right there in your butt yeah <laughs> that's a pretty cool gift yeah i i think from my kids i speaking of acts i bought my daughter that same back that you got that i have oh. in my house because it was a smoking deal and her apartment deal her yeah so i think it'll be nice for apartment because she was asking about our back and how it works so i think and then um my son is a golfer so he's going to get some um golf clubs that he's been hankering for oh nice or some partial set of golf clubs so he'll be happy with that i think my other son has started playing tennis quite a bit and so i think i'm gonna buy him a nice tennis racket but i want to buy it at a store nearby so he can try it out and Mm -hmm. go return and get a grip instead of buying it online um i did start shopping for it and uh the local shops all match the, the amazon prices on the uh, on the on, on the name brands ones anyway. That's good. Um, so I, uh, sometimes you know, the local stores when my both my kids play tennis in high school, but sometimes the local store they'll have demo rackets there. They're provided by the manufacturers. You can go try oh, the racket that's a good out, idea. you know, and then bring it back. Um, so that's another option potentially. I, I didn't know your kids play. I knew uh, your wife was a, a serious tennis player at one point because it seems like all this the serious tennis rackets come unstrung. So it makes it hard to try it out. (laughs) (laughs) I think if it's, uh, depending on the shop, I think they will let you try them out. Oh, okay. You might try that. I don't think every shop does that, but that's a a possibility. Yeah. My daughter played in high school for the high school team. And my, my son, he played um, for like a year or so, but mainly played soccer, but yeah, they both played tennis for a while. Yeah. It's a good sport. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Interesting. 
it's a good lifelong sport. I mean, I think that's a good sport to because if you can get into it, you can play your whole life and you get out and get a little exercise. I think that's a really good sport people get into. Yeah, he's actually been playing more table tennis. We used to play a lot. I bought a, uh, a set so you could uh, play on your dining room table. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all got pretty evenly matched, but it's definitely a non-regulation one. And I don't know if you remember my dining room table, but it's got um, a, a stone top to it with big curved edges to it. Mm-hmm. So if you can hit the edge, it slides off. So, <laughs> you know. Me being the sneaky old guy, I would get a real kick out of that. Hit the edge, right? And the regulation doesn't have that rounded edge, right? Yes. And there's not much room to uh, move back, right? So it, it's it's good court for me. <laughs> <laughs> if we play on an actual ping pong court where they can stand back and hit the ball hard, I'll probably get whooped pretty good. Also, he's playing two or three times a week. but <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> also a good game. But you have to find the... Even with a folding uh, table, they take up a decent amount of space. You have to have space for them. I mean, if you could put it in the garage and have space in your garage, that's the best place to have it. Yeah. Or put it outside. Or a big, if you had a big basement, yeah. What's a basement? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hear you. We don't have any basements here in Arizona, that's for sure. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, thank you for your time. I think it's good advice. I'm, uh, I appreciate it because they make it very hard to go back once you uh, commit to the new operating system. Yeah, I think you can go back, but I think that I looked at the rules. I think you have to do it within, within like 30 days or less that you can roll back to Windows 10, but I've been using, I don't see any reason why it works pretty much like 10. So I'll go for it and it'll be All fine. Right. All right. I'll get over my Windows 8 trauma. <laughs> it's very unpleasant. Yes, I agree. All right. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye.